worship the Lord. Amen. Let's have a good time in the Lord. They'll bless your heart and you pray for them as they sing for us. All right. Yeah. 
Amen. Make welcome Mike Evan, Mike Blanton in evidence tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Sing something you know. Man, praise the Lord. I'm sick of this bunch telling me it won't work. Raise them up in the way that they should go. Can I just brag on them a little bit? I'll brag on Jesus in a minute, but I'm telling you, I love the man played the keys off that piano. And uh, they sang the heavens down, but when that older sister reached over and grabbed her baby sister's hand, son, mm, I said, mm, my Lord. I remember when I was standing somewhere and somebody reached over and grabbed my hand. His name was Jesus. Boy, that was, what are we going to do, huh? I don't know. <laughs> Sit down, be my fault. My mercy. We got to do something. We're up here. Let's do payday. Amen. How about it? We've already got one. We'll see you in a He waited alone with a prayer and a little rock. The giant fell right on the spot. Well, that's what David prayed for, and that's what David got. And you can't ask too much of my God. No, you can't ask too much of my God. There was a Jesus knew where she had been. Still he forgave her of her sin. And her life began to flow. Living water for that soul. And you can't ask too much of my God. No, you can't ask too much of my God. When you're broken.
on the three Hebrew children, God smiled. And when Sarah was 90, God gave her a child. Well, I believe it just as this. He's here to move like that again. He has a miracle to do. He only needs to hear from you. And you can't ask too much of
We're all here for the same thing, to lift up the name of the Lord. I'm just so thankful for who he is in my life tonight. And uh, so many times I feel so inadequate to even stand up here and sing for the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, last week I was piddling around the house and I was just uh, minding my own business. But something, I was, I sat down for a minute to, I think, have a cup of coffee. And I was thumbing through Facebook and I seen this church come up and I thought, I'm not even familiar with it, and just so happened. Well, I guess it wasn't a coincidence at all. It come up this church, and it was Joe Arthur going to preach the message. And I thought, you know what? I'm cleaning house. I need to listen to him today. Well, here's what he preached on. He preached on the donkey. If God can use a donkey, he can use you. And I applied that to my life many times, and he fell out like that while we were singing, too. But you know, if he could use a donkey, he could use me as inadequate as I am many times in my life. I feel like I'm so unworthy, but you know what? He used him. He can sure use me. I'm thankful that he calls me worthy, not because of me, but because of the blood. I'm so thankful for who he is in my life tonight. And yes, he has been good to me. I don't know about you, but he's been good to me. Thank you tonight, Lord. As I face my greatest fears, you see. 
thank you, Lord. Here it is. Oh, I trust you for you, man. Lord, you've been so faithful to me. Thank you, God. And you said in your word you would never leave the heart forsake me. Sing it, huh? Lord, oh, I go, go with, with you, you until the end. Come on, your blood. Your blood, it has cleansed me from all my guilt and sin. And your promise, your promise oh yeah.
So let me hold to your hand. Somebody needs it one more time. Cause I still <laughs> trust you. Uh, yeah. I know you're able to guide me through this old dry (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes, sir. And when I don't know. Thank you, God. I got that on, brother. Good. Wow. Well, here we are again. My Thursday night, turn to the book of the Concordance. That's, that's about all there is left to preach. These guys have... <laughs> The maps, maybe, but uh, my, my, what, what a meeting, what preaching, what uh, singing ain't even been bad, amen. And uh, thank the Lord, I, I appreciate the Lord tonight, and appreciate, uh, I appreciate the the thousands that are watching uh, or viewing. And my mama in uh, Painesville, Kentucky, is watching her boy and her daughter-in-law. They, that's amazing. Now, don't be staying home when you can come to church to watch it. Some folk been staying home watching it. You're too honorary to get up and get cleaned up and go to the house of God. Now, if you, it's a good thing for those that aren't able. You know, maybe have to work. But, uh, boy, I tell you, we, we have to watch folks. They like sheep. What the Bible said, we like sheep. There's three characteristics about sheep. Uh, number one, they're dumb. Number two, they're defenseless. Number three, they're totally dependent upon the shepherd. Get a verse of invitation. Whoever needs to come pray, just come pray. That's enough. He is enough. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. He's the great shepherd. He's the good shepherd. He's the chief shepherd. And when he shall appear, he'll give us a crown of glory that fadeth not away. My, my. I can tell you, we way behind on our praise. We way behind on our worship. And I will say this. I, I, 
I've read the book and, and I, I study a lot of things and, and it is possible. It is possible to worship and remain silent. It is. But it's impossible to give Him praise and remain that way. Amen. They're trying to kill it. They're trying to take the Holy Ghost out. Well, I don't need that emotion. Well, bless God, I like it. Amen. And I know it, I know it ain't every night swinging off the chandelier services. I know there's that still small voice. I've been in those me, but there's a difference in quiet and dead. <laughs> there's a difference. We's over at the book place today and got to see Brother Earl. Boy, bless his heart. He needs our prayer. He was going to the doctor, matter of fact, that day and uh, and I was sitting there, and, I, and he, he was talking to me about traveling in different areas, different churches. And, and I, I told him, I said, it breaks my heart what I see happening in our churches. They're just allowing. And, and, let me, and I said this, and I, I never really even thought about it. But, but I said this, and it's true. You don't have to move that far from the truth for it to be untruth. You don't have to move that far from the truth. Well, I better go on and get to preaching. You all want to go home, I guess, here after a while. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 33. Deuteronomy chapter 33. I'll read three or four verses, verses 13 through verses 16. You pray the Lord would help us just for a few moments. Probably going to be a little bit different tonight than what you're normally used to me preaching, but I'm going to be more expository style preaching tonight. And it's what God's laid on my heart. I, I've, I've prayed when we drawed straws last night and uh, a lot fell on me. Uh, and uh, some of y'all looking around like, well, that's... That's the way we do it. We 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 don't have to preach every night. I thought we we'll come if I don't preach every night, or if I preach every night. And these men that I'm preaching with, if I came in and it was the, really we'd said, well, you go, you preach, and I come in and I said, boy, I believe the Lord gave me the sermon. They just gladly, I, I know them. That's right, preacher. Yeah. And I'm the same way. That's it. That's the way. But uh, back in December, God worked. On my heart, when my, we had three weeks off, some uncommon for evangelists, but Christmas fell on Sunday. That's bad when Christmas falls on Sunday for an evangelist. <laughs> Not really. We got to be home an extra week. And God just dealt with my heart and, 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 uh, and said, you know, uh, my word will still get it done. Yeah. It don't need no uh, adding to or, or what we, what we might think and, and uh, uh, you know, but just His Word. And I was in a meeting earlier in the year and I just got up and started reading the Scripture. Just read, read, read about a whole chapter. And about halfway through that chapter, they called on. And the breath of heaven come through. Hey, when you get to reading about let not your heart be troubled, if you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my father's house there's many mansions. If it weren't so, I'd have told you. I'm going away to prepare you a place. And if I go, I'll come again. 
you may be also. Thomas said, Lord, how should we know the way and whether thou goest? Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. I'm like Brother Mike. We preach on Calvary and people just sit there. But you can start and tell an old grandma, grandpa yarn. And and all of a sudden you'll hear, well, glory. I'm glad you had good grandparents. I did too. But they ain't the ones getting me to heaven. I'm going because of this book. (laughs) Well, let's, let's read it real fast. You can see it on the screen. Deuteronomy 33 verses 13 through 16. And of Joseph he said, Blessed of the Lord be his land for the precious things of heaven, for the dew, and for the deep that coucheth beneath, and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun, and for the precious things put forth by the moon, and for the chief things of the ancient mountains, And for the precious things of the lasting hills. And for the precious things of the earth and the fullness thereof. And for the goodwill of him that dwelt uh, in the bush. Why it's been about 40 years since he stood there at that bush. Here he is, Moses speaking, getting ready to go up on the mountain. Getting ready to see the glory of God. And he still ain't got over the bush. <laughs> Woo, I said he still ain't got over that burning bush. They said, well, that wasn't a miracle. It was just a bush on top of a place where gas come from the earth and lightning struck and hit it. And it caused it to burn. I said, you pinheads, that ain't the miracle anyway. The miracle is the bush never burned up. <laughs> it just kept a burning and kept a burning and kept a burning. And then it started talking. Amen. You find a bush on fire over 10 minutes and it starts to talking. Call me. I'll come and listen to it. And let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Two words tonight. You see it appear four times in our text. I just want to preach a little bit on precious things. Precious things. Lord, we love you. Thank you for this place. Thank you for your presence. I thank you for your power. I thank you for your people. God, I'm asking you now to eclipse your preacher in the shadow of Calvary. God, give me the unction of the Holy One. Guard my tongue. May I only say that which you would have me to say. As I preach to the outside, you preach to the inside. Lord, if there's those here that are not yet saved, I pray they'd realize the most precious thing in this world is you. God, if there's those of your children here, Lord, that need help tonight, God, I know you'll help them if they'll come. You promised you would. We'll give you glory and honor and praise. For we ask it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated. Now look over at your neighbor and say you're looking as good as you can tonight. I have in my home, in my house, I have some items that are precious to me. 
The word precious, it means something of great price or worth or something that's cherished. Now, I have some things in my home, in my house that you wouldn't give a nickel for, but I wouldn't take nothing for them. Because they were given to me by certain people and, 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 and they don't mean nothing to no one else, but they cher- I cherish those items because of who it was that gave me that item. And there's some things though, my friends, tonight though, that every one of us ought to cherish. Because it's given to all of us. I remember the day I received it. Man, just a little nine-year-old boy in the hills of eastern Kentucky, back where they shouted and the house down, and they'd start singing. We didn't have music for a long time. We didn't believe in it. They couldn't afford it. And they'd just get in and start singing. And man, they wouldn't be into the first song. We'd watch us. We'd sit on the back road. We'd watch them. Man, I'm telling you, it'd get on. And brothers and sisters would shout the house down. The, the old sisters would shout their hair down, what they called it. Man, they weren't ashamed of what God had done for them. Matter of fact, I've seen them start shouting, getting out of the car, coming across the parking lot. Man, where's the shout? We need the shout back in our souls. We need the shout back in our lives. We need to not be ashamed to shout out there in the world that Jesus saves precious things. I want to look at some things tonight. Five things. Give me about five minutes on each one. How many will give me five minutes? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. All right, here we go. Precious souls. Precious souls, hear this all you people, give ear. All the inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak of wisdom and meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline my ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the harp. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil? When the iniquity of my heels shall compass about me, they that trust in their wealth and boast in themselves in the multitude of the riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their soul is precious, and it ceases forever. I believe tonight that the soul of man is precious in the eyes of God. And he died for us. He rose for us. He lives for us. And my friend, tonight if you get born again it'll be because of the blood of Jesus Christ for without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin for the son of man has come to save that which is lost yes somebody said one day I found Jesus well I kind of know what they mean but I beg your pardon Jesus found me he never was lost Hold on a minute. Oh, hallelujah. I was the one that lost. I didn't go looking for him. But thank God he came looking for me. He knew where I was. He knows my name. He knows who I am. He knows everything about me. I'm let, sometimes that's scary right there because he still loves me. Some of you will argue this point. You may debate the matter, but that's all right. You've got a right to be wrong. He loves me when I'm good. He loves me when I'm not good. 
<laughs> he can't love me no more. He can't love me no less. But thank God His love won't allow me to stay in sin. His love come, bless God, in the form of flesh. Born of a woman yet without sin. Lived a perfect life. Died on a cruel cross. Was buried in a borrowed tomb. But yea, on the third and appointed morning, before the sun got up, the sun stood up. And bless God, He stepped out on the other side and said, I'm the one that was and is. And is to come. I've got the keys of hell and of death. And as I live, ye shall live also. I'm here to tell you tonight, your soul, my soul, is precious. Precious things. You know, you know the thing that we, the thing that we dread the most is precious in the eyes of God. He said precious in the eyes of God are the death of His saints. I believe that's a twofold meaning there. Mm. Now I know that this, and this ain't a Baptist word. This ain't a Pentecostal word. This ain't a Presbyterian word. This ain't a Methodist word. This is a Bible word. We need to be sanctified through the Spirit of a holy and living God. Now if you get it all at once, whoop, hallelujah, I get it every day. <laughs> He's working on me every day. And But let's move on. Oh, you don't hear that word. And you sure don't hear consecration. That's when we die out to ourselves and submit our lives to God. I don't know about you. I'm working on that, but I'm having a time trying to get to that place. You know why? Because I love me. You love you. But if we'll die out and give our life to Him, He said, I'll give your life back to you. But if you keep your life, you shall lose your life. I don't know about you. I know we're all going to live forever. But I want to live in heaven. Amen. How we doing right there? I'm having a good time. I don't know about you. Some of you got that deer in the headlight look on your face. That's all right. You'll get over it. So look here. So if, if there is a need of redemption, and there is, there therefore must be a redeemer. That, 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 I mean, I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer. Maybe I'm the only knife in the drawer. I don't know, but bless God, I'm telling you, if there's going to be redemption, there's got to be a redeemer. That leads me on to First Peter 2, verse 6 and 7, where it said, For also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, <laughs> and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. But unto them which are be disobedient, the stone that which the builders disallowed, this same stone is made the head of the corner. Can I tell you, they ain't none like Christ. He's the only one. John said they looked in heaven and earth and beneath the earth and no one was found able to open that book in Revelation chapter 5. John said, I sat weeping. Why was he weeping? But 
because humanity was lost and doomed for a devil's hell. But thank God He said an elder cried and said unto me, Weep not, John, for behold the line and the tribe of Judah. Out of the root of David one hath prevailed who's able to open the book and loose the seals and look thereon. And I saw in the midst of the throne a lamb having been slain before the salvation of the foundation of the world. And the twenty and four elders, they gathered around him and they had on their head crowns of gold. But I saw them as they laid them at his feet and cried glory and power and honor is given unto thee because thou hast been slain. And they begin to sing. And then over in chapter 7, John said, I saw and lo, a number which no man can number. And he said, who are these? Surely thou knowest, these are they. They are us who have come up through great tribulation, having washed their robes white in the blood of the Lamb. And they're singing a new song. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. Somebody give me praise in the house of God. I'm talking about a precious, a precious Christ. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. That means, bless God, He died. If there's to be a New Testament, there must be the death of the testator. Yes, sir. Somebody said he just fell asleep in a coma. Honey, I want to tell you, if I may be allowed to borrow from my brother, he died until the rocks are rent. He died until the birds hushed their singing. He died until it turned black in the middle of the day. He died till the veil was rent in twain. He died for our salvation and our redemption. But thank God it didn't end there. I'm glad they took him over yonder and laid him in a tomb. Oh yes. And for three days, honey, he went right there and he won the battle. He defeated Satan. He got the keys of hell and of death. And I'm glad when he got out, he said, I'll set you free. I don't know about you tonight, but I'm glad I'm free. I'm glad I'm free. Thank God I'm free. Hallelujah. I'm about to get loosed up here now. So therefore we see there's precious souls. And then there's the precious Christ. Boy, I'll just park right there. But let me move on a little bit. First Peter 1, 18 and 19. For as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from the vain conversation received by tradition of your fathers. Here it is. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without spot and without blemish. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the 
blood of Jesus. Here it is. Oh, precious is the flow that comes and washes me. I'm so glad. I thank God for His precious blood that was shed on Calvary that I who deserved and was doomed to hell could accept what He done and bless God through His precious blood be born again have my name written down in the Lord's book of life bless God I don't know about you but I'm glad for the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Precious, precious blood. You see, my friend, for thousands of years, they had the Passover. It started back under in Egypt. Bless His holy name. And when God spoke to Moses and Aaron, and said, get you a lamb. Make sure it's spotless, without blemish. And for three days, as Brother Rogers said, they examined that lamb. And bless God then, they had to slay that lamb. And that lamb had to die. The innocent dying in place of the guilty. Oh, but not only did they slay and kill the lamb. They roasted the lamb with fire. And they ate it because they're getting ready to leave out of Egypt and ain't no use going out of Egypt unless you got the lamb in you. Hey! When you get out, when you leave out of Egypt, you better have the lamb in you, brother. You're in a heap of trouble. And he said, do this. He said, you take that blood and you put it on the doorpost and you put it on the lintel. They called it in a basin. Actually, that was a trench that run in front of the door of the house. And they called it the basin. So they slayed the lamb at the door. And they called the blood. And there was, it was a picture of Calvary. There was no way to get in the house unless you went through the blood. It covered your feet. It covered your sides. And on top of your head. Bless God. And whatever you do, he said, stay inside the house. Because the angel of death is coming through tonight in the firstborn of every beast and man. That the blood is not there. They shall die. But when I see the blood. I said, when I see the blood, oh, I will pass over you. Mm. Oh, listen, my friend. I'm here to tell you tonight, there's yet a better story than that. My friend, for thousands of years, they took that lamb and they took it into the Holy of Holies. The high priest would be there cleaned, sprinkling on the mercy seat. And that mercy seat would cry, sacrifice.
sacrifice, a sacrifice, and the Shekinah glory of God would come. And when the people heard the ringing of the bells, they knew that their sins had been stayed yet another year. Not one drop of that blood ever done away with one sin. But now, here comes. Mary had a little lamb. His fleece was white as snow. And he lived upon this earth for 33 and some half years. And then on Calvary, they pierced his hands and his feet and the crown upon his head. And then they pierced his side. And forthwith came blood and water. And then after he rose, he said, Mary, touch me not, for I have not yet ascended. But go tell my disciples that I will meet with him. She took off a run and he said, Hope, hope, wait a minute. Again, tell Peter. Make sure you tell Peter. Bless God to be there. I want to talk to him. <laughs> oh, and I believe with all my heart that the God of heaven watched as his boy ascending back to the Holy of Holies, stepped on the golden streets of heaven, walked down heaven's Boulevard to the corner of Hallelujah Square. And right there is the Holy of Holy, the throne of God. And Jesus Himself, the Lamb of God, not a Lamb, but the Lamb. I believe He hopes in to the Holy of Holies. I believe He reached over and takes that hyssop and He dips it in His own precious blood. And he sprinkles it on the mercy seat. And for the first time, the mercy seat cries, Satisfied! Satisfied! Oh, Hebrews 9, 24. For Christ hath not entered into the holy place made by hand, which are the figures of the true, but now into heaven itself. Not that he should appear often with the blood of others as the priest of old, but now in the last day has he appeared that he might put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. For as it's one... And a man to die after this judgment. But unto them that look for him shall he appear a second time. I wish somebody'd help me tonight. I said unto him, he shall appear a second time without sin unto salvation. Can I tell you his blood is precious? Precious blood. Let me move on. Not only that, there's precious faith. Huh? Second Peter 2, 1 to verse 1 and 2. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have attained the precious faith. Mm. Mm. Hold on a minute. Mm. Precious faith, which us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Faith is the appropriating hand by which we accept Jesus Christ. For we must believe that He is God and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek 
seek Him. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now faith is of substance, of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. It is by faith that we not only believe that God can save us, but it's by His faith we believe He can protect us. It's by faith we believe He can provide for us. It's by faith I believed I'm preserved. And am I trying to get sweeter every day? <laughs> Amen. That's what we ought to do. We ought to be sweeter every day. So then faith is not just faith, but it's precious. Faith is a precious thing. And everybody has a measure of faith. Huh? And I had a lady one time when I was still pastoring. She come up to me and I, I, I know she was, she meant it. And I, this is probably why I was a pastor. She said, Pastor, would you please pray God would give me faith? I said, absolutely not. I said, I'm not going to waste my time. She looked at me like, I can't believe he just said that. Well, I did. And I meant it. And I looked at her and I said, now, once you get over the shock of what I've just said, if you want faith, you need to start coming back on Sunday night. You need to start coming back on Wednesday night. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. That was the double barrel. Because see, it wasn't very long before that, I took my wife to the Walmarts. Somebody said, it's Walmart, and you travel like we do, they're everywhere. So it's plural. In our, in our county, you can't, you can throw a rock from one to the other. It's amazing. And, and I don't know if anybody works anymore, but they hardly, they, it's full all the time. Uh, I was just sitting there, thank God for subways in the front of the Walmart. That's what we have in front of ours. We have a subway. And, and they've raised them. They did have that meal for five bucks. So I'd go in, I'd get me three. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, three of them. Sit there and I'd just sit there while Teresa, she shop all she wants. She weren't back when I got the third one down, I'd go get another. Give a man like me a little old six inch sub. What are they thinking? Come on. I didn't get this way by eating six inch subs. I trust me. And I was sitting there just minding my own business. And they, you know, pastors, if you want to visit your people, just go sit at the food court at the Walmart. They'll be there one day through the week and probably some of them every day. And she come by and she said, well, hello, pastor. I said, well, hello, sister. I called her name. I knew her. She said, we was just talking and... Again, another reason why I was a pastor. She's talking, he's talking, and she said, you know what, pastor? I said, what? She said, I was a wondering the other day while I was cleaning my house. She said, I was a wondering what if all of the members at our church were like me. And I'm telling you, before I could shut my mouth, <laughs> I said, well, 
they wouldn't have been nobody at prayer meeting Wednesday night. That weren't what she wanted to hear. No, no, she didn't like it. Huh. She never did come back. Somebody said that's bad. She wasn't coming once a month anyway. Somebody said that's better than none. Say whatever you want to. Bless God, some of them need to be cut off. Mm, that's, oh, we're getting close to home now. Where'd everybody go shouting now? Like I say, that's why I was a pastor. I figure if she asked me the question, I'd give her the right answer. I went to, right when I went and first got there, I went to Lowe's and I got me something that had a warranty on it. Well, I didn't bring the warranty card from the back, so I slid it there. I said, I'll be right back. She told me where it was. I went and got the warranty card and I'd been there about six months, Junior. And, uh, <clears throat> Teresa walked up behind me and she kind of recognized her where Calvin puts us on TV. She didn't recognize me. They say it makes you look bigger, so she didn't recognize me in person. <laughs> Hallelujah. That felt so good right there. I'm going to say it again. She didn't recognize me because they say TV makes you look bigger. <laughs> and I, I, I seen her name tag and I called her name and I said, uh, Ma'am, I said, uh, where do you go to church? She says, I go to Canaan land. I'm like, you do? <laughs> I mean, I've been there six months. I pretty well, there wasn't a whole lot of coming when I first went there, and I pretty well knew who was a coming and who wasn't. She said, I recognize you. Why? She said, what are you doing here? <laughs> I said, well, I'm the new pastor at Canaan land. We'd love to have you come. <laughs> Man, I figured six months of back ties. <laughs> We're going to go in that Sunday. I can't believe he said ties. That's why some of you ain't blessed. I better quit. I won't even get to be evangelist. <laughs> Precious faith. Let me, let me close with this one. Second Peter 1, verse 3 and 4. According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. <laughs> That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. What is some of them promises? I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you in the sixth trouble, yea, I'll be have no evil to come against you on the seventh. I'm coming back to get you. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Boy, old Josh, one night this week, he, I don't know, he, I don't know if he, well, he didn't. He, I'm sure he prays. I'm, I know that. I believe that. But that night he sung Glad Reunion Day. I've got some precious things that are already in heaven. 
I cherish those things. I love those things. And I'm glad they're now preserved. (laughs) Can't be changed. See, the Bible says this. How quick, how long does it take you to get a scripture up there? John 3, John verse, well, let me open my Bible. I, I was thinking maybe they could find it quicker than I could. And I could see it better. <laughs> let me close with this. John chapter 3. It's, it's very familiar, but I'm a... I read a book here some years ago and the author was teaching and it said make sure you analyze every word because every word in the Bible is worth something. And he, and he, he talks about this, John three fifteen. Let me just get 14 there. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness... Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but hath eternal life. For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now I... I'm from Kentucky and proud of that. Little thick skull. It takes me a little while to learn. And he uses the word eternal. And then he uses the word everlasting. Somebody said, well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's not the same thing. If he'd have been the same thing, he'd have used the same word. So I got curious about that. And I studied on that. (laughs) And the word everlasting means this. To be changed to its final estate. We now look through a glass darkly, but one day face to face. For we know not what we shall be, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him. I'm going to be changed from this corrupt into incorrupt. I'm going to be changed from this mortal to immortal. Matter of fact, I'm going to be just like Jesus finally. I've got some characteristics of Him now, but I ain't just like Him. Because I fail and fall. When I get there, I won't. That's everlasting. Well, what's eternal mean? I'm glad you've asked. You ready for this? (laughs) That means we're going to be that way forever. (laughs) I guess that don't do nothing for you. We're going to be changed from this vile body into the likeness of Christ. And we shall be like Him forever. Forever. That's why precious... In the eyes of the Lord are the death of His saints. I ain't done, but I'm going to quit. I've run out of steam, Billy. (laughs) I was a nervous wreck all day. 
But thank God he showed up again, preacher Kenny. <sighs> Didn't our brothers preach this week? Mine that fed my soul. I needed it. I don't know if that family can do an invitation song. Is that all right? Children, can you do something? After that, you can sing. I'll, I'll sit and listen to you for about an hour. Won't hurt my feelings. And I want to commend you on your dress. Amen. This week has been a blessing to me because as, as well as I know God's alive and, and the Holy Spirit lives in me and, and I read His Bible, His Word. I just got to make a confession and I've, I've been in a, in a valley Oh, when I'd get up to preach, man, God would just pour out heaven. See, that that lets me know that it ain't me, it's Him in the preaching. I've I've been struggling. Some people say, well, you oughtn't say that. Well, I I need to say it. You do what you want to do. I, I just need to say it. I've been struggling. And I... Teresa, we'd be riding down the road and she'd say, Mike, what's wrong? I said, I don't know. That's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, I've got more than I need. We try to help everything and everybody we can. My children are saved working in the church. My oldest grandbaby saved. That little boy, I know he will be. I was home the other day and his daddy hollered. He had something up in his bedroom playing it. He said, Jackson, what are you doing? He said, I'm listening to Pat preach. We's home. We got we had a cancellation of a meeting. We's home for a week, and he's just like my shadow. I mean, I've st- I've run over him. I've hit him in the chin with hoe handles. I mean, I hit him one day. I, I mean, I felt it connect. Under, and I looked around. He went, "I'm okay, Pat. I'm okay." I said, "I didn't mean to do it." He says, "I know you did." He loves to play on my tractor. We was home one day and I'd burnt some stuff off in the garden and shut the building up. And we was walking. It's probably uh, a little farther, maybe the length of this building from the garden up to the house. And we'd walked about 25 feet, I guess. And I felt a little hand take my hand. And I looked down at him. He looked up and he said, Pap, 
He said, you're my bestest friend in the whole world. I said, Jackson. I said, Jackson, you're my bestest friend. And I said, I want you to know I love you. He said, I love you, Pap. And I thought, God, I've wept. My little nine-year-old, she said, come in. She climbed up in my lap. and She knew we'd be gone the next evening when she got home from school. She was, she was sobbing. She climbed up in my lap and she said, Pat, I don't want you and Grammy to go. I said, well, Selby, I said, Grammy and Pat has to go. I said, we got to tell people about Jesus. And She said, I know, but I don't want you to go. I said, well, Selby, I said, that's how Grammy and Pat makes our living. And I said, the good people are kind to support us. And I said, Sylvie, that's how, that's how I buy you them baby dolls. She said, Pat, I've got enough baby dolls. I don't want you to go. So God... I've got enough. But if you'd ever be so kind, I'd just like to take you by the hand tonight and let you know you're you're my best buddy in the whole wide world. And I need a touch of the Holy Ghost. Forgive me, Lord, of my sins and my shortcomings. God help me, Lord, to be less like me and more like you. And I promise I'll give my life trying to win people to you. Whether it's in a church, whether it's in a thrift store, whether it's in a pawn shop. I loved a pawn shop. I do. I like to buy things for little and sell them for a lot. I just—it's what I've done. But somewhere in that conversation, I go in. By the way, they'll always take less than what they got it priced for if you just ask them. But I always try to tell them about Jesus. Many of you saw it the other day. We just. I was looking, I've got me a little stool for my piano. I was looking for it, Rog, and found just exactly what I needed. We was in that pawn shop, and they didn't have it, but there's one right down next to it, just open. But I found me a pop bottle opener. It has that little thing on it you can punch on a can of cream, you know. We, that things are hard to find. You just don't find them no more anywhere, everywhere. I think Jackson, I, Jackson probably got them all down the building, but I'd found one and 
I liked it. I think I might start collecting them. So we was looking around. We went up. I was it's a dollar. It's going to be a dollar. Nobody gets down to a dollar. I'm almost ashamed to ask them to come off of that. It's like being at a yard selling something a dime, and you ask them if they'll take less. Come on. I ain't that bad. And the preacher, the pastor, the host pastor, told the clerk, said, watch that guy behind me check all of his pockets. And she looked around and she said, they told me to check all your pockets. And she looked back at them. And when she looked back at me, I was standing there like this. It got, she didn't know what to say. But she seen on my shirt I had sharing the gospel. That's our radio broadcast we have in some places. And I told him, I said, I'm looking for a stool. And we went over there and she said, what do you do? I said, I preach and we sing. She said, you sing? I said, yeah. And I just cut down loose on a maid. Right there in the thrift store. If I remember right, there was Miss Barbara. We didn't get the names of the other two clerks. One's up on a ladder. And we go to singing. And they join in. And the breath of God comes through. I'm telling you, it did. Right there. My brother over here, we separated at birth. Can I tell you something, folks? We was talking about it today. This problem out there, it ain't a black and white thing. It's a good and evil. It's good and evil. I ain't got a better friend than that fella sitting over there. These guys here. Charlie, his wife been coming. Brother Tommy's here tonight. He's battling some sickness. Pray for Tommy. I preached up at their church in Forest City. Oh, Joe goes up and comes up there. He misses here when I'm up there. Sorry, preacher. But, you know, Charlie said, I'm going to do like Joe. I'm going to come here every night if I can. Ain't that good? Nothing better than friends except the precious friend. God, I thank you. The burden's gone. The burden's gone. Because today God spoke to me. God's really, see, God never quit talking to me. It weren't that thing. It weren't that. It was me. There's some of you sitting right here tonight. You may be a pastor, you may be a preacher. You may be a deacon. You may just be a church member. But if you'd be honest, you've been going through it. You've been having a tough time. Can I tell you? (laughs) There's an end to that. My end's come tonight. Thank you, God. Because I felt like just going home, Todd. Just felt like that. Maybe none of you fellows ever felt like that. God said, just pour out your heart. I just wanted to pour out my heart tonight. And thank you, folks, for being a friend. Now, if you ain't saved, He'll save you. If you need help, He'll help you. 
But here's the here, here here's what you gotta do. There's only one thing predicated upon him doing that. And here's what he said Come. Come unto me. You can't get by. You can't stay where you are. I could not stay where I was. How can we do the same thing over and over and expect different results? It don't happen. But if we come. So I'm not going to plead. I'm not going to prod. I'm just going to tell you I've done exactly what God told me to do. And if none of you two want to preach tomorrow night, I'll preach again. I didn't know if I could tonight. I didn't know if I could tonight. I tried to give it to these boys. Draw straw. I tried every way. Flipped a coin. Heads I win, tails they lose. Drawed straws. Roger took them all. But the short one. He drawed two of the three and drawed both the long ones. And there I sat holding the short one. And this sister said, I thought the Holy Ghost decided. I said, He just did. So I'm done. Thank you, Lord. Come here, hon. Come here. It's the greatest lady in my life. And I know I ain't been what I ought to be. I've been hateful. Contrary. And she's just took it. And all the time. I knew she was praying for me. And I want you to know I'm sorry. And I want you to know I'm re and want to preach with a greater fire want to sing with a greater power just want to be what God wants me to be what's good to be home thank you Lord so God bless you Thank you. If y'all want to start traveling full time, we'll take you. We don't pay much, but we eat good. So as we stand, if you're able, you just do what God tells you to do. They're going to sing and I'm going to sit down. May God bless you. Thank you. Before God to ask his forgiveness for some wrong (laughs) guy had done, and how many times have I heard my Lord say?
didn't help you then I don't know what can different tonight preacher just different sometimes you just got to get some of the clay out of the way give the Lord a hand tonight amen 
Brother Mike, I'll ask you and your wife, if you would, to go back to your table. and uh, I'm going to ask Sister Kim here in just a moment to play us off the air. But they've got you got some CDs with you tonight? So uh, I think her husband will probably have them back there too. If you get one there, Buy one of theirs, you get anything of theirs for free. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you are visiting with us tonight and you'd like to 